never let them bring you down, cause then you be on a level. Listen, I'm never giving up. Stay ground, don't be too comfortable and too settled. Listen, I'm never giving up. When you hit rock bottom, it's only one way to go. Listen, I'm never giving up. Everybody got problems, how you handle them? No, yeah. Hey, I'm John. I'm Jonathan, and welcome, welcome to, to the formula. formula. The formula is about identifying that ick factor that make players stand out. We will interview coaches and players, doing specialized workouts, and trying recipes that help the best of the best get game ready. Um, this episode today is um, about us introducing ourselves to the world. This is our first podcast. Been a long time coming. We worked really hard on this, mm-hmm. and uh, thank God for our awesome producer Nicole Embry. She's she's amazing, man. You guys got to meet this young Shout lady. Shout out to Nikki. Absolutely, uh, New York stand up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm gonna start by introducing myself. My name is John. Um, I was born and raised in Hampstead, New York. Shouts out to Long Island. Um, I've been in Charlotte, I want to say around three years. All right. Ish, three years ish. And I have grown to love it, grown to love Charlotte. And um, so, as far as my background in sports, um, high school, I ran track, played basketball, played football. I almost didn't play football because when I told my mom, hey, I'm going to try out for the football team, she's like, nah, you can't play. I'm like, (laughs) why I can't play? You know I love the sport. Why I can't play? She's like, they're going to break all your bones. (laughs) And I'm like, but granted, I was like 170 pounds, soaking wet. With an astronaut suit on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, she had reason to be, you know, a bit fearful. But right. but I still played. And um, I played wide receiver, defensive back, quarterback, and safety. A little bit of both. And you was a tall D-back, man. Yeah, man. Good yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah, because I, w- I was 6'3 then. And... Um, I didn't. I don't think I shrunk yet, but I was the same height. Wow! Back then, than I am now. I was just. I'm just a little heavier now. Right. So, so you was. You was. At that point, you was today's corners that all the NFL players. Yeah. All, all the NFL teams are looking for. Yeah, they're all looking for a six-two. Yeah, six-two. Six yeah. You know. You know how that goes. So. Right. And um, I played basketball. I was like small forward, and for track, I was mid-distance, so I was running 400 meters. I wasn't really a 400-meter runner, but I could run the 400 meters, yeah. 400, 600, 800. At, at 6'3", thousand. yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. ideal. And it was funny how I got into it, because we were at, it was gym class, and I don't know if they did this at your school, but they made us run the mile mm-hmm. in gym. So I ran the mile, and I ran, like, under five minutes. So TJ, one of my teammates, he was like, yo, you should try it for the track team. 
And I'm like, I guess. So that's how I ended up being on the track team. Wow. Because I ran them out in gym, and then somebody noticed, and they were like, you know, you should do it. So that's pretty much it as far as sports that I played in high school. Okay. Good deal. Well, what, what what sport would you say that, like, really made you, like, love sport? That was your number one sport. My number one sport was football. That was my first love. I was trying to get a scholarship for track and field, though. And I was playing basketball, too, which I love. But there was a conflict because I was playing basketball and running track at the same time. So... You know, neither one of my coaches <laughs> really was feeling me on that. Right. So, <laughs> so but I, I never got the scholarship for track. But, you know, when I went to college. Oh, OK. So there's two things that my mom told me that will stay with me forever. The one thing was they're going to break your bones. <laughs> so the other thing, right, <clears throat> I was getting ready to go to college. And, like, I go to my mom, and I'm like, all right, I'm about to leave for college. She's like, don't bring home no baby. (laughs) (laughs) And that was was her only advice. (laughs) (laughs) That was the only thing. She she wasn't like, oh, no, don't leave. I'm going to miss you. I love you. She was like, get out this house. Yeah, don't bring no babies back to my house. Not ready to be a grandma. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, first thing I did was bring home a baby. Nah. <laughs> nah, I brought home a baby, you know, later. But, but yeah, that was two things that my mom told me that will stay with me forever. Um, but when I went to college, I walked on to the track, to the track team. I didn't, I didn't get the scholarship. Cool. And I was running the same thing, 400, well, 800. Eight hundred thousand, really. Okay. Good deal, man. Well, um, as I introduce myself, my name is Jonathan Leach, um, from a small town, pickle town called Mount Olive, North Carolina. It's a eastern North Carolina town. It's actually the poorest town in North Carolina, which is kind of crazy. I seen that stat about three years ago. Really weird. Yeah, but I see why. <laughs> 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 so. You know, being from a small town like that, everybody everybody works at the factories. Either they work at the factories, like the Mount Olive Pickle Company is where, like, my grandmother made her living. Like, she retired from the Mount Olive Pickle Company. My grandfather, he actually worked at, at the Georgia Pacific. It's a ply mill plant, mm-hmm. so they make paper and they process wood mm-hmm. to do all types of things, making paper and, and everything. So, um, so it, it's a it was a factory town, you know. We had we also have an, had another pickle plant called Kate's Form, Kate's or something like that, Case Farms or something like that. And then we have like turkeys and turkey plant, um, turkey plant. We had chicken plants there. You know, so it's small town. It you know, sounds it, it sounds small. Small town. Everybody, you know, everybody's blue collar. Yeah, everybody know each other. Yeah, everybody know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, everybody know each other. So, you know, with 
we're growing up in my knowledge, what it did, it did show me a sense of working hard. My first job was like in the tobacco field. You know, so I worked. I worked in the tobacco field. I've I've picked cucumbers. I've I've picked corn. I've I've done all that. All that hard labor stuff. I've done it. Uh, so when I did find sports, that gave me an avenue to get away from that. Mm-hmm. Like sports was that love that that was like okay, I love doing this. And it's going to get me out of my situation, you know. Um, coming from a single parent home, my mother, my mom did an amazing job raising us. And then my grandparents picked that up. And coming from from that kind of environment, man, you know, I wanted best, better for my kids. So I knew that Mount Olive wasn't going to get me what I wanted uh, for my kids, and the experiences that 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 we should. Um, we should experience, and that wasn't going to happen in my Isle of North Carolina. Right. Uh, so, so I, I dis- discovered football. Uh, football was my baby. I always loved it. We played it in the backyard, you know. And then um, my awesome coach, his name is Coach Alex Farrell. Shout outs to the Manal of Hurricanes. Um, coach Alex Farrell is actually coaching still coaching football to this day the same organization Uh, so he started when back in the day it was the boys and girls club league before there was the recreation Mm -hmm. right recreation leagues around so it was the boys and girls club league so all the boys and girls club in the area had a football team then there was some you know towns in the area that had football teams as well but ours was based around the boys and girls club so He's actually been with this organization since 1993. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a server of the community. Um, he's seen so many young men come through his program. Um, it, it's amazing. And he's he's coached an NFL player, you know, Greg Warren, which was a year older than me. Uh, he was He played for the Steelers. He nice. played long, long snapper for the Steelers for 12, 13 years. You know, made millions, been a long snapper. Mm-hmm. Came through that program, you know, and we just had so many guys that that he was the father figure for. And um, so he came out to the to the projects. <laughs> you know, I, we lived in the projects. He, you know, he come around to make the rounds and hey, you want to play football? You want to play football? And I'm I'm there. I was there. Nice. So he would just go around town. Yeah, proving. absolutely, absolutely. Because Mount Olive is a hotbed of talent. You know, it's just about getting them to the right people. So, mm-hmm. um, so thank God for him that he came out and he he recruited those kids from the projects. So, you know, it was just a walking distance to get to the football field, so we walked to practice every day. Uh so that was that was great, you know, just just finding that love and then after after starting to play there, you know, I played football. I was the youngest player to to start on that team. I was 10 years old, so the age group back then was 10 to 12. So I was 10 years old with these big guys uh, playing fullback. <laughs> So and I, that was my first year playing. So I played with him for two, three years, and then went on to play in high school. 
and I wanted to get that scholarship for football. You know, everybody wanted that. You were still playing fullback? Yeah. I was In high school, I played fullback, tailback, um, little linebacker, um, and, and DB. Like, I, I actually – I actually was a starting DB uh, from my freshman to my to my junior year. I was starting DB. Um, I got pulled up. I got pulled up to varsity my my ninth grade year, midway through the season. About four games into the season, I got pulled up to varsity. They called you up. Yeah, they called me up, man. <laughs> and that's a good and bad thing. Um, what what I talk to kids about nowadays is through my experience of doing that, <clears throat> through my experience of doing that, I don't know if if that was necessarily the best opportunity for me. Um, granted, I started at corner, but I loved running back. So I didn't get to play running back because we had a, a track star of a running back that ran like a 4-3. He ran like a nine, five, nine, six something in the in the hundred meters. No way. Yeah, dude. So you know that he, is that is crazy fast. Yeah. So he was. Uh, we we had a fast. He was he was blazing fast, and I wasn't that fast. Right. You know. Um, so ain't no way you was taking his. <clears throat> no, no, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know he he's in so the you states. You felt like you felt like going early was. You felt like you should have waited. I probably should have waited. To sophomore, junior year. Yeah, I would say my junior year. I would say should have waited maybe my junior year mm-hmm. before I went up. Um, because, granted, I did a great job at corner. You know, I played and started for four years. But my bread and butter is football, man. Give me the football. Let me run the rock, right. you know. But the opportunity wasn't there because we had a track star as a rec- as a running back. Mm-hmm. So. He wasn't a better running back than me, but <laughs> <laughs> he was fat, way faster than me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, then then I got blessed to get a football scholarship. You know, that was a major major accomplishment for me because, you know, I told my, my mother, I promised her that, and my family is, look, I'm either going to the military to get out of Mount Olive or I'm going to get a football scholarship. I'm hoping for that football scholarship. <laughs> But all else failed, I'm going to the Air Force. <laughs> mm. So I did get the football scholarship at Catawba College. It's a Division II college, college here in Salisbury, North Carolina, about 45 minutes from Charlotte. And um, played four years there. Uh, had a great time. Um, had a great time there. And and once I came away from Mount Olive to, to Salisbury, closer to Charlotte, I knew that. This is the kind of life that I want for my family to be have, have more exposure and a whole lot more to do and an opportunity to make more money here. So that's what brought me to Charlotte. And Charlotte has been great to me, as you stated. A great city. You got Sports Town. We have the Panthers here. We have the Hornets here. You know, the Knights. It's, it's amazing. I love it here because there's so much to do all the time. Now, right now, what I do with sports is, um, right now, what I do with sports is I, uh, I, I officiate football. You know, I, I mentor some kids in the area as well. So I'm in, I do some officiating for high school and middle school. And I'm dabbling a little bit in college right now. And 
So it's pretty good, man. I just are, wanted to are get you back. officiating volleyball. Not officiating volleyball. <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> Not what are you officiating? I um I officiate in the Charlotte area. Football. Football. I do some basketball, like rec ball sometimes. Um, but mainly football. Uh football we have all of Charlotte area, you know, down to like Gaston over, over down to Gastonia and near Salisbury and I mean, we got. So you're kind of all over. All over the place. Nice. All over the place. Yeah, so. So what we want to accomplish with the show is we want to give you guys an insight on uh, how how coaches and players uh, think, how they go about their business, what makes them great, because there is a big difference between a good athlete. And a great athlete, and that 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 isn't always and the greatness don't always happen on the football field or the field of play. You you agree with that? It's what you do off the field, it's how you take care of your body, um, how you take care of your your mental being. Um, yeah, so it a lot of it has to do with off the field, right? What right. You're doing off the field, right? And the great thing is, you know, with both of us being athletes, yep. We know that process, and you know we know that process of being great. Uh, we've seen the great athletes. Uh, we've been that great athlete. We've seen the good athletes, and we've seen the ones that could have been better. And on the other side, we've also seen and, and experienced coaches that could have been better, mm-hmm. and we experienced some great coaches as well. <laughs> so um, with this podcast, we will – um, get get a chance to talk to those coaches, talk to those players, and and see what make them tick. Yeah, and, and we're gonna get into um, different diets, um, because what you put in your body is really is really that's probably gonna make the biggest difference. So, um, it's it's all about being healthy, living a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at professional athletes, they all have like nutritionists and dietitians or whatever. So, um, that's probably going to be one of the most important things that, that we, we're going to try to get into. Mm-hmm. I know I need to work on myself when it comes to my diet and, you know, how I'm living or whatever. So hopefully I could... Hopefully, <laughs> sorry, producer, talking ish. <laughs> so hopefully, um, you guys, the audience, you can help me, and hopefully, we can inspire you, and we can help each other to to live that healthy lifestyle. And I'm not saying we all have to be vegetarians or whatnot, but you know. The little things here and there can make a difference. Mm-hmm. So, what's this I hear about <laughs> you and your nickname being Boot? Right. Like, what's up with that? Right. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so it's, it's, this is a crazy story. So, 
Wait, it's, do I really want to know this story? Yeah, it's, or it's, like, is it PG thirteen? It's PG thirteen. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's PG thirteen. <laughs> 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 yeah, so a little bit that comes after that, you know, may not be, but <laughs> so so it's it's Just crazy. Remember, there might be kids listening, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's crazy because um, I've been called boot like. All my life, right? <laughs> okay. All my life. Okay. Like there's, there's, there's college players that I play with. There's college teammates that I play with that don't even know my real name. They just know you. No, <laughs> no. My mother-in-law went to get her haircut at my uh, at my barber, and she went and said, "Hey, I got an appointment. Jonathan sent me." And my bar was like, "Who the hell is Jonathan? Who's Jonathan? <laughs> Jonathan who? You know Jonathan? Jonathan Leach? Jonathan who? Right? She like, and he was like, "Oh, you talking about boot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, and I was like, "Dude, I don't know your real name. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so, um, so I I did not know the meaning behind my na- real name until I was an adult. So, so." As I mentioned, you know, my, my mother-in-law raised me until I was 10 years old. Then my mom passed away. And um, so I went to stay with her mother and her father. So shout out to Willie and Judy Leach. They stuck together for all these years. They still married. <laughs> so so I so I went to live with them. So the 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 origin of my name, I just never knew it. So I was curious. I was finally curious when I was in my 20s. Like, let me find out, how in the world did I get my name Boop? I'm mad you waited till your 20s. Yes. Like, like, go ahead. Because hey, nicknames was like, in my knowledge, right? Nicknames your real name. Right. right, you, right. You know, there's cousins. I don't even know their real name. Cousins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Younger cousins, you know, I don't know their real names. <laughs> You know, and that's family. <laughs> it's family. It's crazy. That's my knowledge, man. So, <laughs> so I went on this journey. I got to find this out because sometimes I go on my journeys of finding information. It's it's awesome. But so I call my grandmother, mom, grandma. How did, why did my mom call me Boot? Why why did everybody call me Boot? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm calling my uncles. They don't know. My, this, these are my mom's brothers. They don't know why. I'm calling everybody. And I, I thought about one person I knew that would know. Like my cousin, um, Cece, right? Cavista is her real name. We call her Cece. Mm. <laughs> so my cousin Cece, I knew that. they were, my, my mom and Cece was like tight, like real tight. So I was like, I need to talk to Cece, find out why. So I called CC. CC said that my my mom used to call me her little boot boot. So she always called me her little boot boot when I was a baby. Mm. So that name stuck. So okay. everybody calling hearing her call me little boot boot. Everybody started calling me boot. Right. So right. and it just stuck. Right. And it's been so long ago. Nobody remember why. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that's that's a that's a nickname. Uh, that's a nickname that I had all my life, man. From day yeah. one. From day one, man. My family, my family, all my friends, they all. So how, how about you? Do you have a nickname? I do. 
Two of them, huh? I heard it was two of them. I okay. I got I got two of them. <laughs> All right. So I the the first one is easy. John John. Right, right. Because my first name is John, but right. I got that from my track and field coach. Shout out to Mr. Lyons. The second one is speechless. 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 <laughs> what's what's so, up with speechless? What happened was right. I was playing JV basketball. <clears throat> so we we traveled with the varsity team because we played the same schools. Right. We had the same schedule. So anytime we have to go in the way for an away game, we're all on the bus together. Right. Varsity and JV. So I get on the bus. I'm sitting in front of the bus by myself, minding my business to myself. And one of the varsity players gets on the bus and he's like, yo, what's up with you? I'm like, nah, I'm good. He's like, why are you so quiet? He's like, mm, good. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yo, you, spe- you speechless. <laughs> speechless. Because I was so quiet. I'm still an introvert, like naturally. So... Again, doing this podcast is just really weird to me, but hopefully it'll help me get out of that shell. Gotcha. So, yeah. So that's how I got speeches. Shout out to O.D. Muggs. He was the one. <laughs> O.D. Muggs. <laughs> yeah, that's his, like, well, he does music, so that's his stage name. Awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that's how I got speechless. Cool. Um, so... That was a little bit of uh, of us. We just want to introduce the show, introduce ourselves. Please, please uh, come back and see us for the next episode. Uh, we are on YouTube. Hit the like, the hit the like button. Subscribe. Yes, sir. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Formula Productions. Uh, give us comments, suggestions. Hate mail, love mail, <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um, you can find all our social media information on in the description box below. Let us know what you would like to see next. And um, hopefully you will join us on this journey. Um, mental wellness, health, living a healthy lifestyle, finding out what what makes great athletes great athletes like finding out their secrets so to speak yeah and that's the formula don't ever let them bring you down cause it can be on a level listen I'm never giving up stay ground don't be too comfortable to too settle listen I'm never giving up when you hit rock bottom it's only one way to go 